Tequila had two victims. I was smarter than that. Um, yeah, I, I'm a homebody. I don't get drunk two nights in a row. <laughs> that, uh, I'm going for the three P. Like, you know how the Undertaker only work, wrestles like once a year. Well, I just wrestled twice. <laughs> so you pass your limit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing, man? I, I don't belong out here. There's no hey, champagne, no Merlot today, guys. We hydrating. I'm humbled. So, <laughs> got humbled badly. Okay, so we have a very, 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 very special guest. A very lovely guest. Um, I don't know how the fuck we met. I can't even remember. So that means she's lit. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? I think I got the I mean, same story. <laughs> me, me and Mo don't know how we met, and we lit. So it, it just happens, you know, like we just saw each other and then we just shrug our shoulders and just walk together. <laughs> That's what happened. Like, like, that, like, I think the same happened with the guests too. We have the most hype fucking DJ, the GOAT. Mm -hmm. e There's a GOAT behind us. <laughs> the Hashtag. Was so special. DJ, Nico. Hey. The one and only. Hey cut this shit up, cut this shit up. Cut this shit up. Cool. Ain't many bottles in here, but we got two. Yeah, we, uh, we in the dugout, legendary dugout. I do got a little Jameson that I'm drinking. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Irish whiskey. Mm -hmm. All right, my name is Benny Greenheart, a.k.a. the sober one. I am the magnificent Motastic. The drunk one. <laughs> Today. Then we have the two quiet assassins over there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Twister, big bucks. Woo, big bucks. <laughs> Twister gets no love. No Twister gets no love. What's going on here? Hey, Twister get love. He just be no, low key no. with it. Yeah, he's very low key with it. Yeah. yeah. He he's Gogo thirteen. Like never mind. Yeah. Never mind. I don't know what the fuck that means. He knows what it means. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does. He knows what it means. He knows what everything means. <laughs> Then we got Q, cold-blooded, on the boards. Mm -hmm. The one and only. <laughs> Making my voice sound like James Earl Jones every week. Yeah, we can't say Morgan Freeman anymore. <laughs> right. Oh, my God, no. Because I sure just improv that. I was like, I was about to, voice like, more. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Simba. <laughs> deliberately disobeyed me. I said, Jason. Like, mm mm mm. Okay. <laughs> For real. Forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Nigga was old and lean on me. <laughs> and that movie old. Old right. as fuck. And that nigga was probably where it was just illegal to read. Illegal. What did them call? Yeah. Where they dropped out in the eighth grade and shit. <laughs> Start working. <laughs> How do you know what that meant? How do you know what that meant you say, nigger? <laughs> Why did you stop at that stop sign? Oh no, man, son, coming from Tip Book Two over yonder. <laughs> so I don't see nothing, master. <laughs> I can't see or read. Oh my god! I was having this conversation with with this with this girl, and I, I know this sounds fucked up, but the word. Nigger girl with the ER on it is so funny to me, dog. I don't, I don't know why, dog. It's Just, a whole different tone. Like, she straight texted me. She, she was FaceTiming me, and then my Wi-Fi was, like, fucking up. So, fuck Charter. Um, she, she texted me, fix your Wi-Fi, nigger with the ER, and I fucking fell out laughing, dog. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> so, I just started, instead of calling niggas, I was like, what's up, nigger? Like, everyone yeah, was like, yeah. looking at me like, ah, yeah, they start laughing like, <laughs> It's really a funny fucking word. Like, if a white person said that to me, I'm going to laugh and then knock hey, out their teeth. I can't take people serious when they say that shit. Yeah, I'm going to knock yeah. their teeth out, dog. Like, <laughs> like I be, see, I be seeing, like, these super-ass, like, insulting racial fucking insults. And I'm like, damn, that's good. <laughs> that's funny. I would never thought of some shit like that. I'm going to beat your ass, but it's funny. It's creative, but you're going to get your ass beat. Yeah, there's a lot of creativity that goes into racism. Yeah, like, like you really think of it. Like, it's just... If you go to, like, some... Just read the comments on some shit, you'll see some creative-ass racism. Because it's, like, a reach. Yeah, it's they just reaching. reaching. It's some shit they made up, you know, and it was like, this sounds good. Yeah. And, and like, rehearse that send. shit. And don't, and don't let them... <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And don't let them make up, like, fucking black women names. Like, oh my God! I already know what you're talking about. (laughs) Beyonce, (laughs) Chicken Quanda, or some shit. (laughs) They try to answer. Go eat some watermelon. That was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Watermelon's trash. I don't give a fuck what anybody say. Like the actual fruit. (laughs) The actual fruit. What? Yeah, it's trash. It don't don't taste like it don't taste like nothing. Where you getting your watermelons from? Everywhere from the greatest. Black woman ever. She's the greatest cook ever. And she loves watermelon. I'm like, this shit is awesome. just didn't do it for you. Mo, like, talk to my watermelon guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing my plug. Get you man. right. Get yeah. you right. You know what I'm saying? He got what you need. He's fucking up 55 with the mobiles. <laughs> 55 purple top. <laughs> <laughs> now, Nico. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? And let's just start at the beginning. We're going to start at the beginning. Ooh. All the way in the beginning. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm from, like, the county. Mm-hmm. I'm from Cool Valley. I don't know if you ever heard of Cool Valley. I have. Cool Can Valley. you be from St. Louis and not know where Cool Valley is? Bruh. I be saying Cool Valley and people be like, who? Where? Because uh, <laughs> it's literally makers. from, like, Umsel to McClurshaw Berkeley High School. Like, that's mm-hmm. Cool Valley. Yep. <laughs> so, Easy. um, I lived over there in my childhood mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, I've been in North County, like, pretty much up until recently. Like, after Cool Valley, we moved to Ferguson. Then I was in, like, Florissant. And I was like, wait a second. Like, 
I'm grown now and I'm away from all the cool shit. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that was way later in life. <laughs> so so you're just like one day you just stood in the middle of your living room like Fresh Prince What's last that? episode. I'm like, and like, what am I minute. doing? I'm, I'm grown. <laughs> I can make a decision. It's I can time. leave here. <laughs> it's time. I, it's, I'm tired of eating fucking White Castles over here. It's, Man. it's time to get some other shit. <laughs> and how was like growing up like uh, as far as like like your parents or like how was like your environment? Um, so I have an older sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she's lovely. Yeah, she is great. She will be here next weekend hanging out. So we'll hang out. Awesome, awesome. Um, and uh, my mom and dad were in the house, but um. There wasn't like a loving relationship, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I never really saw them be affectionate or anything like that. Um, and my dad was like kind of like this just phantom presence, uh. you know what I mean? Like he was around, but like not really. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was there <clears throat> physically, physically, physically. <laughs> like <laughs> as and you know what? I I got a friend who, like I'm closer to my dad, and my dad lives in California. Mm-hmm. His dad was at home, and I got a close relationship. It was like on the like the way you just put it, the phantom dad. Yeah, that shit is real. Yeah, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. real thing. Um, so my mom, like my mom, was just like a hard ass worker. Like she worked at um, a big company for like twenty, thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, so she go to work every day. And my dad, like I don't really have many memories of him going to work. Like he would just be there, and like. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just come home or something. Yeah, he like pick us, pick me up from school. Like, I remember when I was in kindergarten. Like, we were uh, closer, but as I got older, like, I can't tell you what happened. There had to be like some something mm-hmm. that happened to him to where he just was kind of like not really just active or doing mm-hmm. anything. Um, so anyway, like my mom would go to work all the time and stuff like that, and then um, my mom got a uh, diagnosed with a long-term illness uh, called scleroderma, which is, like, really rare. And I think it's, like, 200,000, 300,000 cases in the United States of it. So um, this was in, like, 09. She got diagnosed or whatever. So um, her health just kind of started slowly declining or whatever. She, like, lost a lot of weight. And just, um, you know, you just see she was different physically. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, her face was different and stuff like that. Um, So... uh, just over time, like, she just kind of started deteriorating, you know. It sounds, like, crude to say, but it's, right, like, yeah. what was happening. Right. And um, they um, ended up getting divorced when I was in the sixth grade. So then my dad was gone, and he went to, like, Kansas City or something. Mm-hmm. And so he was, like, really just kind of out the picture, and I didn't really talk to him that much or anything. He will call every now and then. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was kind of like me and my mom and my sister – or whatever, and then, like, we moved to Ferguson, and my sister, she's, like, super duper 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 smart. She's so smart. I just, like, brag about how smart <laughs> she is all the time. <laughs> she got, like, really high ACT scores. She got a full ride to Northwestern. She, like, got a degree in anthropology in Northwestern. She moved on to grad school in Carnegie Mellon. But anyway, you know, she offered to, to like, stay home, take care of my mom, and my mom's like, no, like, I want you to go and pursue your dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a beautiful, bright girl. So, you know, my sister went off to college. So it was kind of me and my sister. So around this time, I'm like 16. I'm not going to lie to y'all. 16-year-old girls. 
I'm not going to just put a blanket on everybody, but I was a little turd, okay? Like, I was so terrible. Because I was just 16, you know, you think you know everything. You like, you grown, right. my boyfriend, blah, 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 blah. You don't know shit. Right. If any 16-year-olds listening right now, 16, 17, 18, 14, 13. 24, 25. You don't know shit. <laughs> right. 20, hey, yeah. you don't know shit, okay? 29. And you, you really, like, you know how your parents are? It's like, you're going to look back and be like, I was right. You really going to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you really going to do Every, that shit. That shit is true. That's that's the funny thing. Because um, the one absolute truth in life is that nobody knows shit, man. Nobody mm-hmm. like, we knows don't know shit. fucking thing, especially no damn kids, man. Right. Like, I'm still learning right now, you know? Exactly. So, um... Yeah, so it was me and my mom. And, like, when, you, when you're when you a teenager, when you're, like, younger or even just in general, like, you kind of don't ever think, like, that your mom could not be around. Yeah. Because, like, she's, you've known her your whole life, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So you, you just don't even, that never even crosses your mind as a possibility. Like, all of this is just, you know, a, a small inconvenience to you. Right. You know, so, you know, she ended up passing when I was 16. And, um... So, I didn't. I was like, okay, well, what am I gonna do? You know, right. <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna do? Cause it's literally just me and my mom mm-hmm. in the house. So like after she passed, I'm like, all right, I'm 16 years old. I'm in this house, like by myself. Like what am my I head. supposed to be doing? You know. So um, my dad ended up coming back from Kansas City, and he like moved in the house. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And so I was living with him, but we just did not have a good relationship. So mm-hmm. it was really like... Like roommates or just like... I mean, I don't know what to call it. He he was there. He was this, <laughs> you know, he was just like that presence again. And so like by that time, like I didn't really have to adhere to any rules for a long time because, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was in and out of the hospital. I was just kind of like floating around doing do what whatever. Yeah, yeah, like... You know, I knew how to drive, so I was just doing whatever. And so when he came back, I'm like, oh, you can't tell me shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm my own parent right? Yeah. or whatever. So, like, of course, he didn't. He wasn't down with that. And, you know, we just was bumping heads all the time, shit like that. It was kind of whack. Um, so, like, these letters start coming in the mail while I'm living at the house. These letters start coming in the mail. Like, oh, you got to this date to pay this or something like that. Mm-hmm. It would just be like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, me being the age I was, okay, I'm, I'm like really like, now I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? That's it real. Cause, cause <laughs> niggas about to be put out. So you so, got the um, bills laid out on the table. And yeah. Like, like, and you still 16 at this point. Right. Oh, by this time I was 19 and I had a, I was working at a casino. So okay. I had like a part-time job, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a pretty good job. So after like these things start coming in the mail, I'm like, all right. It's just time to just venture out. It's yeah. time to like move out. So um, luckily, I moved out in time before all this stuff happened. Um, but yeah, like stuff did end up getting put out of house. And like my uh, late girl I went to high school with who was my neighbor. She called me and she's like, "Oh, they're like putting all the stuff out the house, or whatever." Mm-hmm. So you know, I go over there, all the shit in the front lawn. Luckily, I'm gone by this time, but, like, you know, all the stuff that's in the house in the front lawn, including, like, all my mom's old stuff. So, by the time I get there, like, a lot of her stuff is gone. People mm-hmm. pick, yeah. Yeah, people, you know, people, like, Was it something that you wanted to get? Her jewelry box, like, 
because like my mom had this thing like I just always remember her lo- loving dangly earrings mm-hmm. and like we would like make them cuz she would like buy us like crafts and stuff and we like make them and she would wear them and it was, <laughs> that was like the coolest thing like she really loved us and she'll just wear like these little dinky earrings we made out of the craft set you know <laughs> so I would have loved to have that it just had a lot of her and like her perfumes and stuff you know just yeah. stuff like the stuff that reminds you, yeah. yeah, like the smells, like remind you of her and stuff. So, yeah, that happened, and um, luckily I had a, my cousin and a couple friends kind of help us get what we could or whatever. So anyway, like that was pretty much the end of my relationship with my dad or whatever. And um, he, honestly, I I really think like he had mental issues or like some kind of, cause I know when he was working. He, like, worked at the post office at some point. Like, not, I don't, it must have been when I was, like, a baby or something. Mm-hmm. And he got hurt. So I'm, so now that we're learning, like, all this stuff about what people go through, I'm wondering, like, could it have been, like, a pain medication addiction yeah. or something like that? Like, right, start it, thinking about stuff. You start thinking about stuff, and, and, you know, it could have been a number of things. It could have been depression or something mm-hmm. like that. I have no idea. But um, uh, he eventually ended up passing as well. So, um. Like, my childhood, honestly, is, like, a blur, except for, like, these moments like this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because I try to forget stuff or because I can't remember it. You know, I don't know if it's because I've just shut shit out and I'm like, I don't want to remember these times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's it's like a blur. Like, people be like, oh, yeah, this happened to me in 2005. And, to, like, I don't... You try <laughs> like, to remember what happened to you. Yeah, in like I can't like make that yeah. relation. But it was like a lot of uh, like uh, it's a lot of weight. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. on you and your sister. So that, that kind of makes sense that I don't want to say you would try to forget, but I guess it's like uh, uh trying to move your, along. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like your body's like subconsciously is like mm, just letting it go, pushing it yeah. out. Like I don't need this. Right, right. like I I acknowledge it. It's there, but hey, I'm like I'm like this. I'm trying to move forward. Right, like yeah, right. I definitely I definitely get that shit. Yeah, because I'm the same way. Some shit I just don't really care for, or like yeah, this hurts. So, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna, gonna deal with this. <laughs> like, I like to use stuff like that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Cause some people be like, "Oh man, why you not doing this?" Well, you know, I went through this in my childhood. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to have that baggage as excuses. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Cause my childhood was pretty, pretty lit. Yeah. So, I'm like, um, you know, there are good, there are some good memories though. Like, you know, we went on like vacations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, um, I would say that good, the one good memory I have of my dad is like, um him picking me up from kindergarten and like us going to Walgreens and buying me candy. Like that's like, that's like the, the little stuff that matters. Yeah. Things. It was like yeah. that, that stuff I remember. Cause you know, and uh, even like throughout like that whole time, like when I was going through that with my mom getting ready to, you know, mm-hmm. go into her next life or whatever. Um, I was like in this really bad relationship. And so this was just adding to everything. So I, think that's just another factor that makes me be like forget about it, forget about it. Mm-hmm. you know I was just I was young and I was with somebody I, I you know you don't know what love is and you don't know what none of that shit means right. when you're that age you think you do but I'm telling nope. y'all you fucking don't you don't, <laughs> you don't. I still Kids don't do not understand that shit you don't and you know people 
they take advantage of that and they, you know, do shit to you and you just like, oh, well, we love each other. Like, nah, dude. Mm, that's, nigga, not, that's not that's enough. Not love, that's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not enough for me. Y'all just together. You're right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't imagine, like, I mean, I, I've been in the situation as being, like, the boyfriend of a woman whose mother passed away. Mm. And... Yeah, I handled that shit very poorly. So like, I can and, and I was in do. my twenties, like early twenties yeah. when that happened. So I can imagine like a fucking seventeen, sixteen year old. Yeah, do yeah. you're not gonna. <laughs> yeah, like not... people don't people don't know what to do. Like I could say even now as an adult, like I don't really know how to like talk to people about that stuff. Cause like throughout my life, like I've been dealing with death. Like mm-hmm. you know when before my mom passed my grandpas you know aunties because my parents were older when they had me so like mm, okay you know people were just kind of passing throughout my life so that's something i've always dealt with and had to deal with throughout my life mm. and I, uh you know when i'm talking to like older people and they're like yeah my mom and you're like damn like you got your mom you know at this mm. age at that yeah. age like you know at people have their moms at 60 still have their moms at 60 and 70 so um yeah even even at this age, I don't even know how to deal with it with other people. I kind of just give them some space and give them some time. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I come back talk to them about it later and stuff. So, it's a hard thing to deal with when, when you're younger and you, with somebody, for them to have that such a tragic loss mm-hmm. and you to be young, like, you don't know what to do. Your, yeah. your childhood is like a fucking anime arc. <laughs> like, for real. Like, on some, some like, real movie like, some sad shit, but then there's like, you have like this these superpowers that awaken you from the mm-hmm. from that moment, mm-hmm. all those moments. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, going back to where you were saying, like it's like a blur. Yeah. And it's just like it'd be a, you should have a fire ass TV show, <laughs> like or anime. And it, but it all goes. It it makes it made who you are today. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah, because this is one thing I uh, I always liked about you and still do. Well, liked was a bad word to say. <laughs> um. That you're stronger than I think all of us. <laughs> like out of all of us and our collectives, like she's definitely the strongest one. The most what's the word? I'm a jolly. Oh, like yeah. Nico dances like she got reparations. <laughs> like when you party with Nico, I'm like holy shit, I gotta keep dancing even harder. <laughs> yeah. but like can't bitch out. Like <laughs> no at all. Like. We all know the infamous South by Southwest night oh my where God. Nico was just dancing nonstop. Then you are so great that you made Q dance. So, like, <laughs> so she's so, the energy was so infectious. Yeah. And it was like, okay, it's just a bunch of dancing St. Louis niggas mm-hmm. in a Texas bar. And like, it was epic. And nobody knew what the fuck to do but dance. But dance. <laughs> so, and and then, that's the, like, your energy is crazy. Right. Like, if somebody could come around you and be upset, that person is trying to be upset. Yeah. You can literally brighten any room. Yeah, it's, it's insane. That is... Yeah. I don't even want to say that's a, a skill, but I guess I guess it could be. Oh, well, it just, it just seems like... I just think it's like a reciprocation. Like, I feed off of you guys. Like, I get excited to be around my friends. You know what I mean? I get excited to be around people I'm close to. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm... I get happy on the inside, mm-hmm. like it's it's and it's just a reciprocation. This is what y'all give me. I'm just giving it back to you. Right, right. You know. And I'm glad that I, we asked that question about childhood because now it all makes sense. It like, does. I know. I, I always knew about your parents passing. 
I didn't. But this I, is new to me. I, n- I never. Well, I knew your mom, but yeah, I never thought to like really ask. That's some serious shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you still feeling from that. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm like, hey, what happened to your mother? I just didn't know how she passed. Yeah. So I never. I hate asking that question. Like, yeah. Hey, how they passed? It never gets like, easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. 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 It's. I mean, I don't mind it now. This. This was. You know. 11 years ago, my mom mm-hmm. passed. And, of course, I think about it all the time. It's not like I'm just like, I'm over it, you know? Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Of course, it's, you know, something I think about all the time. But um, I, I think when stuff happens to you like that and when people pass in your life, you'll be doing yourself a disservice and doing them a disservice if you um, just dwell on it too long and allow it to, mm-hmm. you know, like allow it they to. They will want better for you. They will want better yeah. for you. And I know that's not easy for everybody to do. And I don't expect everybody to just bounce back from shit. But it's like you have to live your life. You, you have to live your life regardless. Like you, you have to live your life. And I'm not going to say like I was all okay and immediately great after shit happened. Like this happened in high school and like. Throughout, like, my childhood in, in the middle school and stuff, I was always one of the top students. Like, mm-hmm. and when elementary school, I was, like, one of the top students in the school. Middle school, one of the top students in the school. I got to high school after this happened. Like, I stopped doing a lot of sports shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I stopped caring, you know, about being in class. Like, mouthing off to my teachers and stuff. And, you know, I don't even make that relation till now. Like, you know, I just... I didn't care. I'm like, who, yeah. who am I doing this for? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And who, and I like remember um, being running track and like my mom being able to come to attract me. You know, and that yeah. I, I remember that. And like after that, I'm like, well, what? Why am I doing? Why this? am I? Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, your world I is gone. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, the one person I do want to impress, like you yeah. know, who who understands me. And like you know, of course, your sister's not there. She's mm-hmm. away at college. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely, I would definitely like feel like the same way. I'm like, I would have done the same. Yeah, yeah, I would be like, man, shit, it's hope. It's like, yeah, that's the thing about like, like, death is like now, I care, I care about it, but now it's just like, man, I'm at that age where it's like, man, it's just life. It's life. And I don't even get sad like, like yeah. no shit like that because. And that's the sad part. Yeah, yeah. we're so sensitive. That's the sad part. We yeah. are desensitized to death. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like you said, you go through them years where it just continues, just funeral. funeral yeah, funeral, funeral after funeral. funeral. That was me in 2016 to uh, the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like funerals, funerals, funerals. And I was just like, you know what, man? I ain't going to no more funerals. Yeah. And like people be mad when I say shit like that. I'm like, dog, that shit not cool. I don't like them. It's not closure. No. Closure is not mm-hmm. real to me. It never ever been real. Like, not even just in the death sense, just in period, like in general. Like, hey, I need closure. For yeah. what? I, like, nah, I need an excuse to, like, yeah. hold on to shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all closure is. I never. Excuses. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. So man. all my friends out there, don't die. I'm not coming. Man, please. <laughs> please. Yeah. please don't. Like, That's why I try to live my life, man. When I When I pass away, I don't want nobody being sad. No. They're like, he I don't lived. want like a funeral funeral. I like, I don't want like a sad ass funeral. I want a barbecue. Yeah, like I want some <laughs> shit like, like cremate me, like put me in the refrigerator or whatever the fuck. And then yeah. <laughs> have a big ass party later. Like when everybody's kind of cool and over it. Yeah. Have a big ass party for me two weeks, three weeks later or some shit. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. everybody wearing fucking bright colors like the one of my friends friends you know her pet when her friend passed away they did that like every she said like yeah. i want people wearing bright colors like don't come to my funeral in black like you nah. know 
come come in bright colors and like I always say I wanted a live DJ at my funeral. Man, like, I'm party. Just I'm on spinning bouncers. over my urn. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you start crying. I'm on my bouncer to put you out. Uh, <laughs> he didn't live a sad life. What the fuck are you crying for? Yeah. I, I played Parliament at my uncle's funeral. It was pretty dope because yeah. my uncle was like a North Side legend. So like he was just a gangster nigga, and uh, I'm like. I know he don't like this crying shit. And I, that's the last person I ever cried for. Like, that shit hurt. Like, yeah. it hurt bad. Because it was, he died two nights before Ralph Finesse did. Wow. So I was, like, yeah. I was like, I can't make both funerals, bro. This shit is like, nah, man. That's heavy, man. And I was like, heavy. and yeah, we played, I'm like, yeah. When we played the parliament, I was like, yeah. I know that nigga laughing his ass off, man. Yeah. Make him smile. Yeah, nah. Pastor Remy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, now, how, when did you start getting to, like, the creative side of things? I know, because one thing I, I've always known about you, you always, I know you always love dance. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we know you as a DJ now. Mm -hmm. So, like, what, what came first? Like, when you was like, all right, I'm going to try to just, get in the creative lane and was there anything that kind of like sparked that first um so i wouldn't say there was a moment where i like had an epiphany or anything mm -hmm. but like as a kid like i i was a dancer you know like ballet like anything like little girls do ballet classes tap classes mm -hmm. i was in um and so, you know, that kind of just went with my childhood or whatever, like just doing ballet and tap or whatever. So then once I got into school, like art class, I loved art class. Mm -hmm. Like um, art class in middle school, I remember my teacher, man, she would just talk so much about how so, how much potential I had. And then, you know, um, you know the kids would be comparing their work to mine and stuff because I just was wow. always a great artist. My sister is the same way. My sister, like her senior year, she painted a self-portrait, like, <laughs> and it was so good. I'm like, dude, like you can't be creatively a genius and Looks academically yeah, a genius. Yeah. You gotta pick one. Right. <laughs> so like my brother. Man, she's amazing. So um, yeah. So like it, we just always. We're in art classes and stuff, and we had, like, little art stuff at home, like, you know, like, little jewelry-making stuff and, um, you know, crayons, markers, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, like, that, it was it was just in my childhood, and, like, I didn't really know this until later, but my dad was in, a musician, mm -hmm. so it was, I think it was just kind of in my blood, um, mm -hmm. and I would come across pictures of him in college, and he was in, like, a group. Okay. And he played, like, bass, and he had, like, all these... He had like a few instruments in the in the basement, and like one of them was a kalimba, and the other one was like I can't remember the island instrument, but it has like beads on it, and it was just oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah it was just like random. He had like random instruments, so I would like mess around with him, like because uh, I never saw him like play him or anything. But I think it's kind of was just in my blood, and from him, it was my mom. She like was not mm -hmm. artistic or like she worked. My mom she the worked. same way. Okay, she, she worked. Yeah. She was way. you know. Smart lady, she mm -hmm. had a good ass job, and she was about her business, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so uh, I kind of attribute attribute that to just having those creative things in my childhood and stuff. And then, um, like, as I got older, it just stuck with me. Thankfully, mm -hmm. and I was, you know, my sister was the more academic and uh, kind of the um, like I was like the flower child of the two children. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I was a flower child and I was the one like asking my mom if I could get this and do this and do that. Like, you know, I remember asking her if I could have tattoos and stuff. She's like, girl, no. So, <laughs> so basically you're just Solange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your sister's Beyonce. That's all I think about Solange it too. Like, my sister's the Beyonce and I'm the Solange. Like, I think about it that way too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I was, but she's, she's still artistic, but I was just like a little more on the you know, hippie, weird side, mm-hmm. you know? So that that was, like, the base. Okay, the foundation. Yeah, that was, like, the foundation. So and So when did DJing come into the fold? Like, you do you remember, like, the exact moment you was like, all right, I'm going to try this, get this a, a shot? So that never, when I was a kid, I never ever thought like I want to be a DJ that Mm. was never something that was like crossed my mind but um I just remember driving I was driving like on airport road Mm -hmm. and there's uh this little community center it's like Berkeley Community Center or something and I just saw this marquee and they're like DJ lessons and I'm like well shit why not you know (laughs) like oh shit that's tight that's dope I didn't know how they came okay and it was with uh Toss and Ted and DJ Voodoo who are like Tossin Ted been DJing a long, 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 long time. Right. And uh, DJ Voodoo as well. So I'm like, okay, you know, why not? Uh, so I just, like, start going to the little classes or whatever. So they, you know, of course, they can only do so much with this small community center and these few people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they were just kind of teaching us some basics, like crowd stuff. And we didn't, we didn't get our hands on equipment as much, but it still was a good foundation. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? We we got our hands on equipment a couple times, but it, it was it was just a good foundation and a good like, you know, kickstart. Mm-hmm. So uh, after that, I talked to one of my friends. His name's Twenty Twin, uh, Randall. Uh-huh. Shout out to him. That's yeah. the homie. So uh, I'm like, yeah, I want to DJ or whatever. He's like, okay, well I have stuff. Like you know, let's talk about it or whatever. So he would like let me mess around on his tables and stuff. And so eventually, I had like. Um, my first party, which was with my friend Nick, and he was like, oh, I'm having a birthday party. Now, I remember this was 2011, because mm-hmm. I remember when I started DJing my first day, when that was my first party I DJed. Then after that, like, um, 2020 introduced me to, like, Fensta and them, like, Fensta and Rabu. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Shout out to the OGs. And they just, like, I went to, like, a DJ, like, meet and greet. Mm, and And so, like, I was just connecting with people, and they just, like, put me in like the they just put me in it and like they gave me slump fest awards you know <laughs> and i did my first slump fest awards and stuff so since then they they have really just been supporting me you know and it was just really great and i'm really thankful like for for the people here that kind of gave me those resources mm. it just and it just helped me to be what i am right now you know and like shout out to like needles you know i'm with solution now which i would have never thought like needles was kind of <laughs> needles and black spade like they yeah, okay. and like agile like these people I kind of would look at from afar and be like damn mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and now like I'm next to these people yeah you know so it's kind of like that really great I'm I'm still kind of blown away on the uh like you had a uh, there was no plan there was no um you know like thinking. Yeah. You just like, damn, DJ lessons. Interesting. And just walked in that motherfucker. Yeah, literally. Like and that's and, now. and that's what it that's what it takes. Yeah. It, Cause it's some people, you know, 
when you you need help finding your purpose. Yeah. You don't do it alone. Right. And that, like I said, that I don't, we're not calling that an epiphany, mm -hmm. but it was just like, you could have been driving anywhere else. Like, what if you never saw yeah, that? Yeah, well, never saw You know, yeah. like it was like your epiphany. I mean, your uh, your destiny will find you. You know, mm -hmm. your purpose will find you. You just kind of gotta be open to letting it find you. And I say a lot, like don't, like don't think about. Uh, I want things to happen this way. I want it to be this this thing first, and this thing next, and this thing next. Like you gotta be open to getting there in a different path. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might not, like I say, it might not look like how you think it was going to look. Right. But, you know, if you if you be open, if you're open to letting things happen to you, you'll get there. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just, I, let it I, I'm at a stage where I'm just, uh, like, man, universe, use me, man. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah like, all right, I tried to do it the... 16 year old way yeah. like this is how i want it this is how it's gonna be there's yeah. nothing nobody like, can do about plan. it right mm -hmm. and this is how it's gonna go and mm -hmm. ain't shit gonna like can't nobody do shit about this shit you get a lot of people afraid to change their goals yeah mm -hmm. like right that's what something you come up with you in the 10th grade what do you want to be when you grow up you like what yeah and like, people just give an answer then yeah, they try to go and be that then they realize that their love is somewhere else mm -hmm. but they fight it yeah, I don't even remember like what I would say. Cause yeah. you every time like when something don't go your way, like with goals and stuff, you usually now I get that feeling of like, huh, guess that doesn't work. So what's next? Yeah. Like you know, like it was like fuck it. Yeah. If it, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like I said, I don't. I ain't in the force and shit. Yeah. People, relationships, goals, whatever you name it. I'm like, look, man. We all. <sighs> We all gonna die, man. Like I hate yeah. this. I hate to say like be morbid. It sounds so sad, yeah. but it's like real. Like, dude, I ain't gonna trip off this. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. find something. It's something. not worth life. Goes it's not on. worth the time. Right. Yeah. Something, something's gonna find me. Like now, is have you had like a lot of moments like in DJing that like like a oh shit moment. This is like scaring me or like oh my god. This is like happiness. Like. Any particular ones, or it was just like the whole process itself was just like the whole process is a constant learning process, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm trying to uh, improve my craft because a lot of people will be like, you know, you're one of my favorite people, and I just want to feel like I'm worth people saying that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I I don't I don't want I want you telling me this just because right. you know I want to earn that from. From people that are, you know, fans of what I do. Right. Um, so I wouldn't really say there was a particular... I mean, the the amazing moment for me was when, you know, Needles asked me to be in Solution. Or, or really, when he asked me to DJ with them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. Or just when people, you know... In, anytime people show me love, I'm just fulfilled. And anytime I DJ a party and I see people dancing, that's that, you know, that energy. So I'm just reciprocating that back to people. Like... I like I take that in, like seeing people dance and seeing people happy and like them being like, Oh, you did so great, one of my favorite people, like that fills me up. Mm -hmm. You know, so You DJing makes people happy. Yeah. Like super happy. <laughs> like, 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 I'm one of those. Yeah, we we were uh acting a fool last night, um yeah. at Afro Sexy Cool. <laughs> and yeah. shout out to the people that missed it. You you missed uh Drunken greatness <laughs> on, on me on polite coolie's part. Uh, Nico does not partake in those activities because she's smarter than all of us. And I think people like that surprises people. Yeah, mm. like we. I was 
I was bowing down to Nico in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Needles. I was like, fucking Spade. Black Spade did Legends, this fucking... Man. He did this... Oh, shit. I forgot what song it was last night. But it, it's the sample of Can't Stop the Rain mm-hmm. with Shaq and Biggie. And he mixed it, I think, with... I know what you're talking about. Was it Big Crit he mixed it with? But it was just like, oh my God, this nigga. Because, yeah, he was saying this was his edit. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck are we she hearing right like, now? Like, yeah. this nigga is like a the genius. God. Like, <laughs> a genius. Like, I was like, what the f-? He, he actually, we, <laughs> he asked me, he always asked me about music. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm heavy on the blogging, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just blogging, man. That's all I'm doing. He's like, I was like, I'm, I'm done. He's like, nah, man, you don't quit. We don't quit around here. Like, it was just like, this music shit don't ever stop. Like, it was man. just like. And just, that's a real ass <laughs> And I was like, damn, man. That's so much pressure. Like, this is a dude I, like, looked up to. Dude. I still looked. Still I dude. still look up to. Yeah. Like. And what's so cool about him is he's so personable. Yeah. And, like, Spade, like, supports everybody. Everybody. Like, everything they do. And, you know, he's for the people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He really like, is. He, he really puts this stuff out and does it for us. Mm-hmm. And, like. When I saw him after I heard, you know, his latest project, I'm like, dude, like, thank you. Right. Like, thank you for doing it. Insane project. Like, I feel like, you know, we don't deserve it. (laughs) It was so good. Yeah, legend. Because I I showed DM uh, Maya, and she was was singing, I think, on damn near the whole project, I think. And I was like, this is too fucking good. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like I would love to see that shit, like, live Live, all the time. Just beginning to end. Like, period. That's insane. Let's do a smoke break. Actually, not a smoke break, a kale break. Since <laughs> Water break. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on. Fuck Water this. break. Like, this is the thing, man. I don't want y'all, everybody listening out here thinking I'm a bitch. Like, <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't hurt the next morning or nothing like that. It's just, it's a, it's a, a feeling. It's like a bad feeling. Like, I really feel like a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> like, dude, I drank like damn near half my water weight in alcohol the past two nights. Two, yeah. And it's just like, we what the fuck? In. Like, and when you don't get hangovers, it's an issue. Like, it's just man. like, all right, I'm, I'm not hungover. Time I'm time up. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, it, it's time to uh, let it go. But then, but then this fucking podcast is an enabler because ah! I, it's <laughs> champagne and I got it in Merlot and, and I got. Wine's good. I don't even count that as alcohol. But like <laughs> champagne, that that I'm addicted to. I'm addicted to rose, man. Like yeah. pause. That didn't sound right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I really like. I really woke up this morning after two great nights. It's like fuck. My life is a fucking wreck. Like, it was just like, like Jesus Christ, a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Like, and I'm looking at my fucking DMs like, oh, no. Like, uh, okay. Like, oh, I said this. Well, I wasn't the only one. Uh, Let's just keep it moving. I said, Won't be wilding on Twitter. Like, oh, man. <laughs> I, I told you this nigga tweets like a rapper who, who ha- has no content. Like, I'm like, this nigga been drinking. Like, like Mo tweets like, oh, shit. like, like 1993, because there was no social media, <laughs> so rappers were getting away with everything. So they would say whatever. Like you ever mm-hmm. listening? Like I hate the because they one of my favorite groups ever. But you listen to like NWA records. Like they was talking about like fucking young girls Reckless, and shit. Like shit. I was like, yo, and no one said shit about this yeah. shit. I was like, wow, oh my, oh my god. god, wow. 
You can't like, get away with that shit now. Dude, like, listen to, like, old stand-up comedians. and Man. Oh, bro, you can go back and listen to some old Wayne. I was listening to a Millie earlier, and there was a line <laughs> on there. I was like, yeah, bro, you would have got banned for some <laughs> Like, nobody would have supported you. Dude, yeah, I don't know how. I'm sorry I'm that I'm... I'm, I'm Sharing my scumbagness with everybody in here. I just feel it's just a, it's just a uh, like I said it's just a feeling like damn I could just feel like the alcohol like like or you know uh, what's that dude name from the fucking uh, pig pen from fucking the Peanuts gang. Oh my god! Where you got the dirt around yeah. him? Like it's just a, a alcohol aura just yeah. walking with me everywhere. And then I'm like I'm at work like damn. No, I still got this whiskey on my breath, man. Like, that, like my coworker said something. He said, "Damn, Mo, you must have had fun last night. Smell all liquor." I was like, "Oh shit!" Coming up, look, I was course. chewing gum and everything. <laughs> I brushed my teeth. That's why. That, that's why that. That's why that shower when you get home, you're yeah. supposed to. But I end up passing out, so I never make it. I never like, have time. I usually say, "All right, you gotta take a shower as soon as you get into the house." Don't and sit then down. I, I pass out on the fucking steps, man. It's just like, <laughs> oh shit. Okay, kale break. Time for work. K- kale break, guys. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm turning to fucking Dr. Phil and shit. <laughs> so, what are you doing after work tonight? Uh, we were in town, so I was thinking about hanging with her. Oh, um, because I was thinking that we could, like, go somewhere. Oh, I really, I feel like I need to see him because he's only in town for a couple days, so. Yeah, 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 um, that's understandable, but. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> mad. I mean. You're mad. But. Like, why wouldn't I be? The sun moves close, dust a yellow gold. You breathe so slow, you're waking up your bones. Coffee's dark, just the way you like. A New York Times on the business side. Been thinking this, boy, you know I kind of miss. Spontaneity in life, is this routine it gets. Kind of old, kind of soon. I know we say it, but we never do. Nothing, I'm here to say something The walls are closing in, feels like my soul's collecting with Dust and dew, been waiting up for you But the table's set to feed me nothing new, so Why don't you surprise me? Why don't you surprise me? Why don't you surprise me? Oh, no kale was eaten at all <laughs> Um, no veggie chips, <laughs> Twister didn't have any pocky. Um, <laughs> dude, that's an amazing snack. I was just like, what the fuck is pocky, man? And he was excited over that shit. Yeah, he was just like, oh, I was like, what bitch. the fuck is pocky? You don't know what the fuck pocky is? Like, oh shit, like oh shit. He act like I ain't know who. Fight over that he shit. He act like I ain't know who Vegeta was. He like, oh shit, like damn, nigga. Like, well, explain, my nigga, explain. <laughs> I know who Vegeta is. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's some 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 good shit. <laughs> I like this little cookie, little stick cookie. Little shit, cookie. she look like incense, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's some good shit. Now, we're still here with Nico, aka. Hey. We got to we got to name your arc. Um, Nico. We got a name. I'm a, I'm gonna have a name for your your life. It's, it's got to be a, a dope arc, man. We gotta. You know how like. I'm the only nigga in here watch One Piece, but uh, <laughs> you are. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, and I'm damn proud of it. <laughs> but uh, no. don't have names for arcs like the Summit War arc or Water Seven arc. We just gotta find Nico arc. Well, right now we're about to talk about the Yoga arc. That's hey. what was, meditation. How the fuck did this happen? 
Like, <laughs> went from DJ to Yogi. It's just out yeah. the blue. Out, not out the blue. To us. Out the yeah. Blue. Yeah. But I was just like, okay. Interesting. I, I learned yoga from Dajin from Street Fighter. Uh, <laughs> uh, Angela Bassett and fucking What's Love Got to Do With It with the Kenyo shit. And Ike was being hella petty, turning up the music and shit. <laughs> like, you little bitch ass nigga, man. Get out of here, dog. That was so petty. <laughs> Super petty. He said, nah, nah. Not, nah, that, that mental health ain't going nowhere, baby. I'm, I'm, pu- I'm putting it. You're not to improve yourself. Mm-mm. You're going to stand this downward spiral. I wrote some songs. I got some, some good songs out of me. <laughs> so, yoga. So What happened? Um, how I got into yoga was a journey within itself. It's, it was just another one of the things that just kind of like, you know, came into my life. Um, but anyway, so, um, of course, like, all the shit we mentioned prior had a mental effect on me. Of course. So I um, sought out therapy, and a lot of times, like, with your insurance, like, guys, like, look at your insurance and read up on your insurance stuff. So sometimes you can get free mm-hmm. therapy sessions. So if that's, you know, something that's offered to you, just mm. take it, because, like, why not? Gym. Yeah. Right there. That's a gym. <laughs> so take that advice. So it was, like, five free sessions or whatever. So I went to a lady that was, like, down the street from my house. And I really liked the place because it was a house, hmm. you know. You go in, there's a couch. She had a dog. You know? <laughs> it was a black lady. So, um, she, so one of the first things she recommended, because I would just talk about, like, how anxious I was hmm. and, like, not being able to sleep and, you know, stuff like that. And she, like, gave me this CD with mindfulness meditations on it. And it was just, like, guided meditations, like, tracks with guided meditations on them. So um, I, I always... I always, like, think about the very first time I meditated, it felt like it just took a weight off me, mm. you know? And it just felt, it felt right. So, um, in addition to that, like, after being out of high school, you really just get inactive. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Real inactive. Real inactive. <laughs> so, I'm like, well, I could take my meditation a step further and start going to yoga because that'll incorporate some uh, physical aspects as well, mm-hmm. kind of get me back in shape or whatever. So I started going to yoga at this local place and I was probably practicing there for like a year or so and the owner's like, Oh, I'm doing yoga training, like you should you should consider it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I don't really see myself as a yoga instructor. You know <laughs> And uh she just like kept mentioning it and like saying like I really like think your practice is great. Mm-hmm. So like just just do this or whatever. Like you okay. should do it. It's funny you Remember what I said earlier about you need help finding your purpose. That person was the help. You yeah. see, you see, it wasn't. It wasn't like you know how some people, uh, it's like they try to look for a like a teacher, mm-hmm. like, and it was like hey, the student. You know, you know if he just sits still, the teacher will come. Like mm-hmm. well, that's not true. It's it's. The student has to recognize the instructor. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's the person that instructs. Mm-hmm. Like, you did that right there. And that, that's, like, perfect right there. Because, like you say, you're like, eh, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Really, I don't see myself as that. And then they kept pushing it. Like, yeah. just a little gentle push. Like, nah, try it out. Like, and that's that's what I meant by you need help finding your purpose. Like, right. And that, that help came in the form of that person. Yeah. So continue. Through I'm sorry person. I had to act on that. In there. <laughs> that 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 really touched me. Yeah, it touched me right there. Yeah. Um. 
So, yeah, so I started doing the training under her. Um, and, like, she worked out, like, worked out payment system for me because, like, the training is expensive. Like, mm -hmm. books and all that stuff, and it's expensive. Damn, so, you got to study, too? Shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you got a whole cool. set of books and shit, like, anatomy. Mm, like, yeah, damn, that do make sense. You're yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah, it's it's. Intense. I never knew all of that went into being a yoga instructor. Yeah, right. and you have to have, like, a 200 hours of, like, the schooling. Okay. So she did, like, this intensive training. Like, we were doing, like, Monday through Friday. Mm. Like, so you was really 7 a.m. You was on some fucking school. Kill Bill shit. Like, <laughs> straight old shit. She, about to, she got a sensei, nigga. Yeah. Like, that's shit crazy. We're studying this. Yeah, so we, I was doing the training with her and stuff. So um, after I completed the training, I kind of worked there for a while, which was cool. But the studio, like my when I started doing the training, I'm like, okay, black people need this. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So when I do this, I want to target my community. Mm -hmm. I want to do this for my community. But, I mean, the studio I'm teaching at was like uh, middle-aged to older white women, 80% of them. 80% of my students, which, you know, were great students, but, none you know, this is it. Right, none of them know who Gucci Man is. Yeah, like, you know this is it. Nope. Yeah, and nope. I was doing, like, a class um, where I would put, like, uh, I called it Neo Soul Flow, and mm -hmm. I would, like, have, like, Neo Soul music and stuff like that. i play, like, Solange and stuff. And they, you know, they loved it. They thought it was great. But after a while, like, I started kind of, like, not really clicking with the teacher anymore because I'm like, well, you know, I have this gig on this day. I might not be able to do class. Like, can you sub for me or can I find a sub or something? And it was just, like, she was kind of really, like, irritated by that, like, that the fact that I have this other passion. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, like, you knew about this. Like, this came first. You know, you knew about this. And if there's opportunities and things I want to do, I'm going to take them. Yep. You know, so I, I really stopped clicking with her. <clears throat> so, I'm, you know, after a while, I left the studio. I'm like, you know, I'm good on working here. I, I want to do do it my way. And that way I can control my schedule and I could still, you know, DJ as much as I want to. So um, that's when I started uh, doing, uh, I got inspired by, I saw um, my friend Maya like tagged me in his videos of this guy, uh, Brandon Copeland, uh, who's a black guy and extreme, like, amazing yogi. And he was, like, teaching in Atlanta and teaching in D.C. and stuff like that. I'm like, damn, like, this dude has a room full of black folks. I had never had a room full of black people in my yoga class Doing at yoga. that studio. Never. And I'm like, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, so I kind of reached out to him and I'm like, how did you go about doing this and how can I bring it here? And he's like, yeah, just start doing it. Like, make it cheap at first, then you can like raise the price later, whatever. So that's when I started doing the trap yoga classes. And I got my wish. Like, it'd be rooms full of black people and, you know, there'd be some diversity, but it's predominantly black, which is great for me and fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. And like I, I'm glad that you touched on the, uh, you know, the I guess the apprenticeship falling out. Yeah. Because she was there for like that period. It's okay to mm -hmm. leave the teacher. You're like, all right. Yeah. I've learned what yeah, I've learned. Yeah, yeah I've uh, learned. I've gotten what I need to get from you. 
You know, I don't Time really. For something else. And once it, you know, once the relationship kind of starts going down, and it's, it got to a point where it was in a negative place, and mm-hmm. I wasn't looking forward to teaching classes anymore. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you it's know? time to yeah, so eject those though, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, I, you know, I just yeah. left. And that's my favorite part about it, that you try to bring awareness to our community. Like, you did classes for men. Then you have, like you said, the trap yoga. That that attracts black people just yeah. off, you know, they say trap. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll go. But right. it's, it's for a great cause. And, I, yeah. you know, I always see you pushing that post pictures. Like, you don't have to be white to do yoga. Yeah. You don't have to right. be rich. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think everybody was thinking that you had to be rich. It's rich people shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and because, I mean, that's the image that's fair to you. It's like mm-hmm. the thin white woman in mm-hmm. warrior pose like, no in job. front of a beach. Like she stood on a pebble with her toe. Yeah. Holding her like, wave. Dude, what? The, the, <laughs> like, the, this is not The only, only meditation I had ever in life was uh, Bob Ross on PBS. Painting. Oh, man. <laughs> Happy pictures. That was a form of meditation, <laughs> And, man. like, my cousins used to look like, why are you watching this nigga with this fucking afro? Cause like, like, how can you not they was they was like they was like they was like astounded that this white man had an afro, bro. Like and I was too. I'm like, I still am. It's like his voice was like hella hypnotizing, it's, dog. It was a oh, this dude was like it was a guided meditation, and you're watching him make brush strokes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you just and your your mind is focusing on like, damn, he really made a fucking amazing ass tree. You know, oh, man. Just and I try to draw the tree, and I'm like, no, my shit suck. <laughs> but then I think about it, like, nah, Bob Ross would say this shit is beautiful. He would. Like, I have a, a request of when we go to Denver uh, next month, I'm going to get high and uh, watch Bob Ross on YouTube. Man. <laughs> and this, and this, so and this mansion that we're going to be kicking it in. You're going to be so relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this, <laughs> is great. this is a, the, a true vacation right here. Like, I can feel that. Uh, why do you think, like, some of like some of us, me included, because I, uh, I could group myself in that that mix. Like, why we don't take it as serious? Like, we don't see yoga as important. Like, we actually need that shit. Like, we yeah. mm-hmm. need it. Need that shit yeah. more How come medicine. you think like, was is it? Why are we having trouble like gravitating towards it? now? Is I'm seeing more of our yeah. our people gravitating towards it now because now we have more knowledge. Uh-huh. You know, back then we didn't really have like. Or we can find information at the snap of our fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, this shit really helps me. If I do this maybe 10, 20 minutes a day, yeah. I'm good. Okay. Like, you know. What what's like, well, why do you think it took so long for us to kind of Um, I I think that we didn't think it was for us. You know. Think that we didn't think it was for us. We didn't know what it was. Yeah. The and fear of the unknown. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you see like I said, you see the uh, white woman doing warrior pose. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't know what it was. Um, and, like, the black community just has a huge thing about, like, we just going to suppress this shit. Like, any shit we going, anything we going through, just going to suppress it. Mm-hmm. You know, push Thug it, it out. down. Thug it out. You know, yeah. you strong. Suck that shit up. You know, your parents take you to church and you're supposed to be healed. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just not how life works. At all. That's not how life works. Um... Yeah, I just think there's this this always been this. I can surely relate to that because I was like, "Hey, you need to go to church." I'm like, "Look, man, I ain't look no disrespect to the uh, the building, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying?" Mm-hmm. But uh, like, I already talked to God about this. This this ain't gonna help. Like, yeah. hey, you know, I need to do something. Something else. Yeah, like something like my nerves is bad. I'm hell. I got bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like. I prayed. This, this shit ain't working. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like. Yeah, and it's you know I I don't 
ever like judge anybody that chooses that as their path like to go through church and stuff right everybody has their own way of like healing yeah you know? um it's yeah I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna even go there, man. Yeah, like, I was gonna say like mm, it's kind of unhealthy, but uh, yeah. Um, I mean, hey, if, it, I would if people feel like it's for them, like I'm, I'm cool right. with that. I just have mm-hmm. figured out that that's not for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I, I uh, am respectful of people saying like this is what I want to do. Like, go ahead. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I don't, you know, and I expect the same from mm. other people. Like, this is what I want to do. That's where it gets rocky, though. Yeah, and um. How far do you want to, like, take it? You know, I don't really have a specific goal for it. Like, I'm honestly cool with serving my community. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, these are the people that need it. And, like, the reason I started those men's classes is because, like, men do not, like, (laughs) fuck with yoga. Like, to be just frank, a lot of men just don't fuck with it. And they, I think, I'm... it's like a masculine masculinity thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like we, do, we we just talk about this. That's why uh, everybody in here is self care boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We about that self care now. You know, um, <laughs> yoga is a part of self care. It's, it really it's, it's time it, it meditating is. is a part of self care. Like like I was telling niggas, man. My form of meditation is you know I wake up, play Jeezy intros. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, yeah. all right, I see it. I see the money. Mm-hmm. Like I'm good. Like you know what I'm saying? They get, they get me going, you know what I'm saying? That's my form. Sometimes I just sit in the fucking dark and kind of just like, all right, man. And then just like stare at the ceiling. Yeah. And then I'll try to like, I I know this is kind of weird, but I try to see if I can see like, like, like pictures, like make my imagination manifest something in the mm-hmm. big white ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then if I can do that, usually I have a good day. Yeah. It's like, all right, my okay. mind is working on like this this high like frequency mm-hmm. that's like, all right, yeah. And then I instantly like, yo, I need to go write something down. Yeah. Doesn't have to make sense. Just write something down. I'll just write like some random words and then kind of see if they have anything in common. Like like, like a puzzle. Yeah. And then see how each word makes me feel. And like, oh, boom, I got a topic. Yeah. And that's how I do it. Yeah. Oh, now I just gave you out a Krabby Patty formula. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you did. Just gave you out a Krabby Patty. edit that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all can take it, you know what I'm saying? But y'all know what y'all got in front of y'all. Yeah, there's, got there's many, many different forms of meditation, you know? And, um, yeah, so, like, with men, with men doing yoga, like, um, I, I wanted to introduce that to, to men because, like, automatically off the rip, like, some parts of your body are automatically less flexible mm-hmm. and tighter, and that's going to relate to... No, why I was just saying this when I was at the gym two weeks ago where I'll be looking at dudes, like, left and right, uh-huh. pause, and, like, uh, I'll be like, dog, you lifting all this weight, but y'all still ain't flexible. Yeah, like, I think it's don't ever be flexible to be, like, Number one on the list, and then, yeah, like, because if you watch, like, Bruce Lee, that's a flexible motherfucker, yeah. dog. Like, and he was insane with that shit. Like, and you can make gains off of being flexible. Right. Like, you you know, if your muscles are flexible and malleable, you could build more mm-hmm. muscle mass. Right. You know? Stiff, yeah. The motherfuckers look like the episode when SpongeBob had them fake-ass arms. Yeah. <laughs> blow-up joints. Yeah. Nigga, <laughs> what you doing? It's yeah. stiff as hell, dog. Like, and, you know, that's going to make you more susceptible to injury. So I tried to like open up that path just for a minute, at least even be curious about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's cool to like see people come, and especially I love like seeing men in my classes. And like I have a friend who was like, "No, 
And then he like started doing it and uh he plays basketball and he's like, It improved my game. Man. You know, it improved my mm-hmm. game. And a lot of people don't know a lot of these basketball players out here are practicing mm-hmm. yogis. Mm-hmm. LeBron, Kareem. Yeah, Kareem's the most like, famous one. He, he doesn't yes. do it. Kareem was deep into, like, yoga and martial martial arts. Mm-hmm. Some people had, like, like Jordan had, like, a meditation coach, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just, just getting getting him mentally ready and putting that mindfulness in him. And, you know, that, that takes you to another level yeah. if you're there mentally. Elevate. I swear it, dude. And it's like, it's not like you have to automatically become this yogi who does an hour of yoga a day and uh, meditates for 20 minutes. Like, you could literally sit up out the bed and just take two minutes. Mm-hmm. Take two minutes to breathe and focus in on your breath and take deep breaths in and out, you know, and just, you know, just take a minute to take some pressure off of you. Right. And it'll make a difference. Like, I, I'm different when I don't meditate versus when I meditate regularly. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more crabby, you know, I'm more um, just sensitive to stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um... When I'm doing it regularly, I, I feel a difference in how I just interact with people day to day. Like, I think cuddling is yoga now to me. <laughs> like, I love cuddling Cuddle now. Pose. Like, I used to be that nigga against cuddling. Like, nigga, nah, nigga, I'm, I'm in. I mean, I'm here for the cheeks. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Now I was just like, ever since, ever since we became self care boys, I was like, I was, I was laying with shorty, and she's like, you know what? I'm gonna do something different tonight. Cause we, we just gonna watch claws. <laughs> on Hulu, shopping Nisi National titties, <laughs> and we just on we on watch claws, and we just I ain't gonna do nothing, and you could t- I could tell that she's kind of like shocked, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying, like okay we we really Hulu and chilling right now, and I felt like this counts. energy like yeah. you know what I'm saying, I'm like damn this, this feel great. good, and then I'm like hey, it's just like yeah I gotta go to work blah 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 about the bounce, I'm like yeah. This this is nice. You know, it, it, it so felt nice. great. Just, like it, just we, let it be. We we enjoyed each other company. Like tonight, I Tell think. Shit. I know, I know. We we be serious on this podcast, mm-hmm. but we we over sexualize shit. You know, of course, yeah. we we stupid. We men. You know, what <laughs> like, jokes is there. You know, but like when I really felt that. I was like, yo, cuddling is the wave. It's the wave. So I, we've been I'm, knowing. I'm, we was just waiting on y'all to figure it out. I'm making cuddling dates. <laughs> I know. Cuddling dates. Like, no, cuddling no, cheese. we, no, no sex. That's like, an art to cuddling. It is. Mm-hmm. Super art. And I, You gotta, I, like, yeah, like, your bodies have to, like, uh, mesh. Mm-hmm. Right. And they have to be, like, the right crevices. They have to be, like, the right shapes. You know what I mean? Because if that arm start falling asleep, you just know. Yeah, I, right. I, I'll take, I'll <laughs> take, go. I'll take the dead arm for the cuddling. I, I'm. I, I have suffered through that many a time. <laughs> yeah, I, the dead arm. I'm okay with it now. The dead arm is okay with me. I'm I'm good, and I I just felt like this. Just I felt like rejuvenated, and I didn't feel tired. Don't get me wrong. Sex is great. Don't know. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> don't forget that cuddling like, is great too. Yeah, like I, I've had injury. Damn, I'm mm. actually looking forward to going to work tomorrow. Yeah. Get, get some good sleep. Got a good cuddle session in. Got this weed in me, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm an extreme huh? cuddler. It's therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Extreme cuddler. I'm, an, I'm like one of those like let's wrap our legs like around. a parkour. Put your toes in between mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, where your hand going? Uh-uh, bring that. There you go. I, I was I was acting like a nigga before cuddling. I was acting like a nigga, you know, 
who drive a Monte Carlo and got dreads and golds, dog. I, I give a fuck about shit. Like, dog, I'm, like, I'm trying to. That, that, I just describe myself in 07. I was saying, nigga, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but. I was just like, oh, shit, that was me. Like, yeah, I had a long team, man. I really thought I was Jeezy the Snowman, for real. Nigga. Like, I was, His music made us feel and, like dog, And I ain't sell a lick of fucking Coke, nigga. Like, so, I don't even know if I've ever seen Coke in real life. What you did in your heart. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what mattered. That's what mattered that's right there. I was like, the, the feeling, the, mm-hmm. the just the. Yeah, yeah, I was over that stove. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. cooking. Yeah, <laughs> had the wrist action and everything. I got Pyrex. <laughs> right. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like, it's just like, like I don't have no clue what that means. Like, yeah. One thing I respect about about you. One of the many things. It's a lot of things. Cause Nico is just is uh everything. Yeah, she's everything. Yeah, y'all always saying like great things about me, and it's. I like screenshot those things and save them and read them later. So oh, thank that's you. health right there. That's, that's <laughs> that's, I, I, I screenshot every compliment I get mm-hmm. on what I do. Like, for, like and I, I'm, when I'm, I'm feeling down, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna read this shit. Yeah, it really like, yeah. does something for me. I am that nigga. <laughs> okay, right. I go back and read my mentions on Twitter. <laughs> it it makes me feel good. <laughs> like, the, yeah, that dude be just like, man. I just go through my timeline like my shit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Own shit. This, this, this is a gem. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> uh, nigga, I was in my bag on this day. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, these niggas slap only three retweets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> we good. We good. I say this shit again. We hella good, though. Yeah. Like, I like how you, 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 you're healthy. You, you left the scumbag shit to the rest of the crew. We still out here <laughs> drinking this liquor. We should not be drinking this liquor. We, uh, you know, the Chiba, the good tree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. But you was like, nah, that was, Nico was on the juice at South By. <laughs> I think that was the last time I seen her. Well, that was a year? What year that was, was that? Year, that was 2015. No, the, the year before that. 13? It wasn't 2015, The first time when we went to South By was 14, I think. That was 2015 we all went. When did Kendrick Lamar drop? Was it 2015? That was 2015 he dropped. So it was 14 the last time I seen her drink at all. That was the first time I think you ever went to Austin that year. Yeah. So yeah, it was the first time Nico came with us. Mm -hmm. That was the dance in St. Louis takeover the fucking club night. Yeah. And everybody was off those blue motherfuckers. We didn't know where they were coming (laughs) from. Every that, so who was buying them drinks? That is a mystery to me. Was, dog. I, I missed out. Dog, like literally, like, you know how they put them in the fucking uh, what's it called, the mason jars? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. They was. They just kept coming to. I was like, yeah. fuck it. Like I was just drinking everything. Yeah. Bro. Oh damn. We don't. We don't know who was buying these drinks. I know what me. My pockets was hella healthy at that left. Yeah. So we was like, all drinking off the motherfuckers. Right, and just dancing the fucking just night away. The night away, man. That's why I like being self. We are careless black motherfuckers, you gotta take man. Care of yourself. Like I love that shit. Like I said, we, I, the two parties we went to the past two nights, we came in there lit because we Not really carefree black boys. Mm-hmm. Like yes, I'm dancing. Yes, I'm dancing to Beyonce party, nigga. And I'm like, singing all the words. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! You know what? Hey, that was the shit. You, know, you, yeah. you know what I noticed about that song? Uh, we're gonna have to. Re- that is. That song makes more girls run to the dance floor than back that ass up. Yeah. I swear happened. to God. It happened. That party is is the king of that now. Yeah. Like, that's why I was like, Beyonce the realest nigga alive, dog. Yes. And I really mean that shit. Like, Especially after that live performance, because Spade played that live version. <laughs> with the fucking... It was gorgeous. The band. Band. Yeah. That's what... Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that, that's we, why I was so knew, wavy. We, we already knew she was like the realest alive, but... 
that that shit just now. sealed it. Like, man. okay, yeah. I, when I tell you, I had a, a fucking boost of confidence after that. Man, like, I, I stayed like, up to three o'clock tweeting shit. Man, I just like, watched everybody tweet. Bro, I was just tweet like, and I could not go to sleep. Like, God damn, that felt great. I felt like I was actually <laughs> man, there. I'm like, like, fuck going to Coachella. Stream that shit every year. Like, man. actually, they do stream that shit every year. That was my first time, like, actually, like peeping it, like. I just need to watch that once a week and feel hella motivated. I, would, I remember when fucking uh, ASAP, ASAP Rocky uh, was like kind of new. It was his first Coachella. And he did, uh, he came out the pretty flocko. When I say that shit just was like, so how girls were to party by Beyonce, like, mm-hmm. yo, like that's my shit. So to all the DJs out there, I'm very disappointed you are not playing pretty flocko for Benny. <laughs> I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna put a word out. If you know I'm coming to your shit, please play Pretty Flacco so I can act like I'm the prettiest motherfucker in the room. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I, I really want to do that. Like for real. When when was the turning point for health for you? You was like fuck this shit, the poison. Ooh. I can't do it no more. I know we I know we all of us in this room. We still kind of you know eating these cookies I'm gonna, and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna act like I'm I'm just on a amazing ass diet. Right, I'm just saying not. you're better than us. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to turn to you to like all right how Inspiration. to because it's kind of hard for me to quit drinking, man. Yeah. I, I'm an alcoholic. I'm not afraid self. to make this shit. Like, <laughs> That's serious. Like, I, I mean, I used to be in denial because, this like... This is actually an intervention, so... Yeah. I, <laughs> I used to be in denial because, like, hey, I, I, don't, I don't drink on fucking... You know, I only drink on the weekends. I don't drink on weekdays. If I drink on weekdays, nigga, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> like, but nah, I, I, I binge drink every weekend mm-hmm. because of this podcast. <laughs> podcast is ruining my life. <laughs> and I love it. I would say I, I like it. I like it. So when you was like, yeah, fuck alcohol, you was just like, no um, more. So the last time I drank was like two years ago. I think like on New Year's Eve, like 2016 yeah. or some shit. But um, I don't know, man. I was just inspired by some of my peers because like they weren't drinkers. They weren't smokers. And once I figured out like I can be who I am drunk sober. Mm, the key. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm. I'm straight. Like I don't need to. Like y'all see how I am. Like yeah. at parties, like I dance That's and shit. Like and motherfuckers be thinking you drunk. Yeah, yeah. and I really like, do be a hundred percent sober. Like, no, that's just her. I really be sober. I might have had like know. you know a chai or something, but <laughs> I, don't be, I don't be a little caffeine. I might have had, but I really be sober. And it just really be the energy in the room. It'd be the energy in the room. It'd be the music. Like mm-hmm. music, just like I just like how can you really stand there? We hearing good music, like yeah, I, 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 I can't. I don't get that. People try to be too cool, cool man. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I, I that's st- not cool. If I step out the house, I'm dancing. Yeah, like it's rare that I like I come out. So it's just like, all right, I'm turning the fuck up. I'm jamming. Like it's my last time. Like mm-hmm. I was like, dude, how can y'all not dance to this shit? Yeah, like that's how I am. Like I just, and then you know when I'm with when people around people, I always have fun with. It's just like a no brainer. Like I don't need anything. Also, I'm broke, so. <laughs> Save money. Yeah. Little cheap. tip for ya. Yeah. <laughs> These Bel Air bottles Jesus. is catching up with me. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, another episode, another bottle. And yeah. sometimes I'm like, all right, maybe I gotta get two. <laughs> like, you sure say, I'll try to do extra shit. We was like, like last got... night, we was like, hey, we got Nico on show. We ain't gotta buy a bottle. <laughs> right, right. You just save money. Yeah, Mo was like, oh, uh, we all, you want a bottle tomorrow? I was like, nah, man. Like, okay, Sneak cool, cool. cool. I was like, yeah, because nigga, I'm I'm fucking after tonight. I'm I'm washed, I'm fucking washed, man. I I, I, I saw the future. Tuesday. 
I saw the future. I was like, yeah, bottles not happening on Nico's show. <laughs> I was dreading it. It felt like I was I was like, all right, I'm kicking, I'm kicking. I'm like, damn. Champagne used to come with the podcast. I'm like, mm, man, I ain't going to make it. <laughs> not going to make it. It's, yeah, if you're not dancing at parties, it's, uh, I don't like you <laughs> at all. Like, I don't see why people come to stand around. Yeah, like, dude, I pay, and plus, I played money, nigga. Mm-hmm. I yeah. paid money. I came to dance. Yeah. And this purpose. is my favorite song. Bro, they played Omarion last night. You played Touch. Oh, my God. You're the God. <laughs> you fucking played Touch. Why you, don't that? And you just uh, see the light in Marty's eyes oh when my God. he, he heard so Touch. Shout out to Marty. Marty, Marty. Shout out to Marty. Marty was the birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Happy my birthday, bestie. my nigga Marty. Happy Marty birthday, Ball. bestie. Hey, that nigga had, he was the freshest nigga in there in that Hawaiian that shirt. shirt. He was so that excited, nigga, so happy. My nigga was looking like a straight kingpin in his motherfucking dog. Man, like, okay, shirt was crispy as fuck. I was like, where'd you get that shirt? And he plugged me in like a real nigga's supposed to. He ain't, he ain't trying to hide it from yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know. So, no, no. He's like, no, Benny, get you some of this sauce too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was like, dog, you got it right now, dog. Like, you can take, yeah, man, look, go on my phone, dog. Self-cursing. Like, go through my contacts, take a pic, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> just, take, just take a pic and then send it to any chick in here, dog. I like, said, who that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this ain't me. Fuck Benny. Like, <laughs> this, <laughs> like, what? What's like? Do you know? Do you have any other like interests that you kind of like dabbling in? Like that you like? Hmm. That kind of like interests me. Next, like something to dive into. Um, I think art is next, Ooh, and it's funny because I've been talking about it. I've been talking about it, and uh, I just been thinking about how artistic I was as a kid, and like you know. Like, uh, just all types of art. Drawing. I was a great drawer, mm-hmm. you know, uh, painter when I was little. Like, you know, just any little art test they gave us in school, I was good at. Hmm. So, uh, I think art is next for me. I was uh, talking to a coworker about it today who's an artist, and um, I've just been trying to think about what I want to do, what I, what I want to paint, what I want it to be about. And, you know, I thought of it. Uh, it can become a way for me to kind of tell my story mm-hmm. without necessarily having to give every single detail every time I tell it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's uh, just, just a way to express myself and some of the stuff I've been through. And um, uh, it will be a good outlet. And it's also something else, actually, my uh, therapist recommended when I went to therapy most recently. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, well, why don't you try painting? Because that's like a form of meditation, you know it's what I mean? It's an outlet. Yeah. It's an outlet. So, um, you know, I already have paints at home, so it's going to be, that's, that'll probably be my next thing. I, I, I used to draw a lot when I was a kid. I used to draw comics. I used to, I was obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. and I had the Sonic comics, so I used to, like, try to draw my own, and I was actually a really good drawer, and I don't know what, I don't know why I stopped. Girls. Start again. Girls, girls. <laughs> like, you try to be cool. I could never draw. Yeah. <laughs> and my handwriting track. I'll, DJ Nigo has, in my opinion, the best handwriting in the world. Yeah. Like, when you, you. when you. I'm a lefty. Oh, cool. Ooh, that makes it even more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gang, gang. Huh? You got some nice writing, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. dope with the pen. Right? <laughs> People, I, 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 I had my rhymes up here, and they'd be like, huh? Benny, you wrote this? Like, <laughs> like yeah. lovely. I wish I was a lefty. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm a, like, I can't do shit with my left hand. Except punch people. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, I try to shoot with my hand like a basketball or throw a ball or anything. It's, nope. 
nope, yeah. game over. Like, I write with my left, but I do a lot of stuff with my right. Hmm. Like, you know, they try to give you, like, them little, well, yeah, I don't know. Well, they try to give you them little special scissors when oh, you're yeah, left, when you have <laughs> left-handed in school. Mm. And I use my dumbasses always pick them scissors up too. Hey, that's what I used to have my hand hurting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> on my and fingers be like in a little dull spot. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I use scissors with my right hand. I do all kinds of shit. I don't know. It's weird. But I I can't wait to see what you draw or paint or mm-hmm. anything. Man. Like because this people think this stuff is like it. it it's not difficult, and I'm not going to say it's easy neither. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you just got to learn just, and yeah. practice. And I'm not going to say you're going to be the best at it, but, yeah. like, as long as you're like, all right, I'm satisfied. Like, this is what I want. Yeah. yeah. Like, nobody else. I just want That's where the greatness comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, yeah. maybe I should try to do some art. Man. You should. I should, man. I got enough on my plate. We can squeeze some more shit yeah. in there. Yeah. Throw that in there. Me and some artists, like, I'm just going to draw titties. Uh, like, but all, that could be beautiful. Like, Think about just, like, this uh, artwork, like, this collection of titties. Breasts. I'm just going to draw titties. All shapes and sizes. Yes, that'd be It will dope. be amazing. Oh, man. Who, I forgot who had on, like, a t- Yeah, Willow Smith. She had on a titty shirt on that, like, yeah, red table Yeah, on the red table shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, my God. Have I y'all been the, watching that? I watched, like, I the beginning. It's it I'm was a little too it. heavy for me at first. It's heavy, like, but I, it's good. I watched the one where her friend died of cancer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I feel good today. Let me let me yeah. step away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it eventually. Yeah. I was like, let me step away from this. Like, I'm, I'm all, this is, it's in the morning. I just had my cream of weed. I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had my green tea. You know, yeah. like, it's a little too heavy for me right now. Like, Cause seeing her cry, and she's like, oh, I know. No. Like, that fucking Jada cry, like, oh my mm, god. Yeah. Well, I just th- those clips. have been really good, and those. What I love about that is those are conversations that need to be had. Yeah, yeah. especially every in our single community. one is. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, so powerful. Yeah, that that is a, that's a great idea. Whoever, I'm sure they came up with it was like, yo, we need to do this for, our people, and it was like very important, especially to see, uh, Willow is just she's kind of. She's very self-aware at that she's age. She's super self-aware, it, man. And insane. she speaks her truth. And, that, and and you can't blame it on money. Like, well, I'm just rich. I'm like, nah, no. seeing rich people lose a shit. Yeah. That's um, her soul. Right, yeah. yeah like, like, she had, she had, has had a journey. Because how they, like, that's what we were saying earlier about, like, hey, if you do something I dislike, I'm not going to, like, yell it. Like, Will and Jade actually had, like, conversations yeah. with, like, hey, how are you feeling about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Yes, I'm disappointed in you, but that that'll fade. You'll be my child forever. Yeah. So like that comes first, right? Yeah. So and you can tell that they're very well mannered. I never heard anything about them being like mean to people. Never. Um, and what I like about Jada is her saying like, regardless of how great of a parent you are or how great of a parent you think you are, your kids like they gonna go through shit. Mm-hmm. You know they gonna go through stuff. And it's 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 okay. Right. It's okay. You might not you might not do every single thing right, but it's okay for your kid to go through stuff and have experiences. Right. Because that's that's will. life. Mm-hmm. And you know, you if you think about those kids that are are sheltered, when they become adults, they don't know anything. Yeah. You know, so you so you want your kids to kind of have uh, that journey. So it was just nice to hear her say that, and like just just I know that's probably hard for her to say as a parent, like. You know, my kids need therapy, but mm. it's okay. Yeah, and I just like how it's just three generations. Yeah, like talking to each other. I was like, that's 
a lot of a lot of people don't have that luxury, you know. Like yeah. uh, like, dang, I can talk to my grandma, my mama, and it's me, you know. And then we could just pick each other's brain mm-hmm. and see how each other knowledge feels. behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, yeah, that is a, a great show. It is really great. But yeah, I, I am going to become a titty artist for sure. <laughs> I could do it. Like my shit about to look like all the Outcast CDs. Oh <laughs> That every woman had, every CD had titties on it. I was like, yes. It'd be amazing. It's awesome. This is the first time I think I did a show sober. No. No, no, no. Yeah, we got maybe two. Mm. No, two. one. Is an, I know which one you're talking about. The one where I didn't have anything. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. But this is the, that one sucked. This one's better. <laughs> so, this, yeah. This is some great, great fucking content. I love it. Uh, I love this shit. You got any shout outs, Nico? Oh, my sister. Hi, sister. Hey, see you next Hi, week. Hi, sister. I love you. How is she? How's everything going with her? She's, man. She's still in... Uh, she's living her best life. East Coast, right? She's in D.C. Okay. She um takes trips regularly to foreign places. Okay, she booked and busy. Okay. She's booked and busy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, shout, out to all my, shout out to all my gay homies, man, because they got all the man. slang, man. I be getting my... I be... I got... They got me out here calling everybody sis, man. Like, shout out. And you just be like, who be coming up with this great shit? Hey, shout out to my people. Coming up with the great shit. Shout out to my nigga, uh, DJ Hood Bunny, dog. Oh, my God. That's my guy. Hood Bunny. That's that's my nigga, man. Shabazz. Yeah, shout out to him. Oh, my God. I love Shabazz. Yeah, they the homies, man. Shout out to Marty again. Marty. Because it's his birthday. Marty, man. Happy birthday, Marty. Go spin in the street. Um, I get I get so excited when I see Marty. Man. I know, me too. Like, just, just, Every like, time, me too. Because he, he's like everywhere. Marty. Yeah, like how can you not like Marty? Yeah, you, I, I don't think I'm there's if you don't like Marty, Marty yeah. right? Like anybody <laughs> will fight somebody over Marty. Like you don't like Marty? Okay, I love Marty, just punch you right now. Yeah, I'm like, I don't like you. He always hyping me up, man. Like damn, that's what so he great. do. Yeah, I was like, say man, your podcast, everything, man. I just. <laughs> Damn! And he last night he was like, Mike, how? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what he said? Yeah. Every time I see Marty, yeah, it's a good young. time. And you know what happened? Uh, Fucking C's party, right? <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking I'm about to get a regular whiskey and a uh, Rockwell Knuckle. Shout out to Rocky. Rocky, love um, he gives me this long speech, <laughs> drunken speech at that. Rocky drunk, be um, having a monologue for your ass, man, but it'd be great. He was like, Benny, that blog and shit, it's okay. That music shit, though, you that nigga. Get back on that. I'm telling you. He said, I'm the best rapper alive. But <laughs> you the best rapper. He was like, yo, like, yo, this nigga was mad animated, right? And yeah. I was just like, damn, but I felt that shit. Because I knew it was genuine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like It was. He was spitting all on me and shit. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, he was he was so drunk, though. Like, damn, this nigga serving drinks drunk as fuck. Man. I want your job, Dude, nigga. Yeah. Right? Like, he hella motivating. Like, he'll be like. You're the best person to ever do anything ever in life. You're amazing. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. And you just be like. That was a dead on impression right there, dog. <laughs> He'll be like, wow, thank you. It'll be a machine gun of just affirmations of about affirmations yourself. and just positivity. Back back and you just be like. And I'm like, dog, I love you, dog. I love you. Like. Yeah. I then, walked away twice and came back and he still. <laughs> man. Yeah. It was I'm just, like, oh, this is some good shit. I started listening. good like, shit. You, you, you know the uh, fucking gif of. Draymond talking to Kevin, Kevin, oh, Kevin yeah. Durant, like, yeah. look, B, you that nigga, dog. You <laughs> that remember dog. that That's shit. how he was. He was yes. just giving me the speech. That's his energy. And I was like, damn. And then, Afro Sexy Cools the next night, right? He just casually walks up. Hey, what's up, <laughs> Benny? He said, yeah, that drunken speech, but I meant every word of it, my nigga. Yep. And he <laughs> kept it moving. And he just walked he away, like, dog. Just walked. <laughs> I meant it. 
I did not forget. Yeah, (laughs) he definitely had me thinking, man. I was like, damn, that's what's up. Shout out to Rockwell Knuckles, man. He's a a legend. Mm -hmm. This is Polite Coolery. The Sober Episode Part 2. Except for Mo. Except for Mo. I'm good. Oh, you good? Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I, I consider sober. Like, yeah, we ain't have four drinks. We ain't have four cups. So you're still sober. You know what I'm saying? You still sober. Sobriety in there. Yeah. Nico, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank Man, you, thank, thank you yes. guys. I feel I love so you. You're coming to Denver with us. Somehow, somewhere, you're coming to Denver with us. We're going to watch Bob Ross together. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be so good. Leave the smoking to me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 smoke. We're going to smoke yeah, we'll, enough. We'll take her Yeah. We we'll got you. I'm trying to become like Bob Ross. Like, you he was so, like, he was so, like, uh, you guys know, like, those quotes I've been posting from that book? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This book. You guys. I added it to my list, too. It's been changing my life. I need to get an iPad because I have too many fucking books. Bam. Like, I have too many. I got hella books. And I just keep buying them. Yeah. So like, that's why I'm like, I gotta read this first. Amazon's the fucking devil, man. Yeah. Like, God damn. Like, damn, that's a good-ass book. But I yeah, think. like, read that shit. Like, it's, it's, it's just, a, like, been talking about, like, it's making me a kinder person. A kinder person, a more self-aware person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good ass book, and I feel like that's who Bob Ross is. Like this dude was just a nice fucking yeah. guy. You remember the episode of Boondocks when Riley was? Yeah. Uh, he was going around spray it, painting people's houses. Yeah, he was motivating the hell out of that <laughs> shit. You can spray paint this house. Yeah. Look at you. But yeah, you like did. I'm trying to be that dude. Like I'm trying to have that energy. I'm working on it. Yeah. Working, I'm working for We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Black hole. Quiet storm.